This is Thursday, January 25th. How do you look at people who are down and out? Do you typically think that if they were just a little more motivated, they could get their lives together? They could pull themselves out of the mud if they only tried a little harder. Perhaps you feel that way when you see someone living in the streets here in Miami. Or if you see someone at the local rescue mission, you assume they could do better, but they're too lazy or they just don't care. I remember being on a work project a few years back, helping an elderly woman here in, in Miami repair her house. One of the men on our team of helpers at one point passed judgment on the woman and deemed her not worthy of our help. He got into his car and sped away, quitting the team, walking away from the work. Now we turn to our text for today from Jesus' parable of the prodigal son. This is Luke chapter 15, verse 13 to 15. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. Now Jesus tells us how the younger son descended into what must have seemed like hell. He'd been the privileged son of a landowner, surrounded by a community, and with the support of his family. He took his money and wasted it on the worst type of living. Now, there have been many commentators and even some translators who have said that the young man wasted his money on prostitutes. Indeed, this is what the older son tells his father as we discover later in Jesus' parable. Isn't that the conclusion we're tempted to jump to, though? When we see people struggling with life, we think of the worst. That person is addicted to drugs, or that person is sleeping around, or that person is an alcoholic. This is the assumption we so easily make. We rush to the worst possible conclusion. But that's not what Jesus actually said in the story. The word Jesus uses is not that the young man is immoral, but that he is wasteful. And there are many ways a person can waste money. But again, how do we see people that are struggling and on the bottom side of life? Perhaps we want to blame them, to think that they should be doing better. In, in essence, we're tempted to think the worst. Actually, in such a case that Jesus explains, a loving brother stands ready to defend his brother or any member of his family, to cast that family member in the best possible light. But instead, the older brother is doing the opposite here. Why would he do this? Well, another, if another person is doing worse than we are, it's easy to feel we're much better than we actually are. It, it, it is using that person's life in comparison to our own to create a false gospel, to feel like we're doing pretty well. After all, I'm not wasting my life and money as he is on prostitutes. I'm not drinking away my life. This helps us to understand the heart of the older brother. He thinks he's a good man. He's doing well, being faithful. 
You see, he's ready to condemn his brother when he doesn't know what his brother has been doing. He doesn't know what has happened. How we look at other people is often a sign that we don't understand that we've been rescued from our sin. When we see that we have been, we're humbled and our self-righteousness falls away. I remember reading the story of a pastor who served in an inner city church. And one Sunday after the service, he was out on the front steps of the church building greeting the people as they left. He saw two homeless women get past him and go into the sanctuary. He remained out front greeting people, but he felt very uncomfortable. Why had they gone inside? What might they be stealing? What could they damage? When he finished greeting everyone, he hurried inside to see what they were doing, but they hadn't taken anything. He found them kneeling on the steps at the altar in prayer, calling out to the Lord. He felt the power of his own self-righteousness, and he realized he had rushed to judgment about those two women. I think it's tempting for us to do this. Perhaps when we see someone begging at an intersection or someone walking along a roadway rather than driving a car, our minds can think the worst. But it's the grace of God that changes us, a grace that helps us to see people that are struggling like we have struggled. We all are in need of grace, every one of us. You see, the older brother becomes the accuser of his brother rather than the one who desires to see him saved. Scottish author Ian McLaren once wrote, Be kind. Everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Now, we live in an amazing city where there are people dealing with all sorts of challenges. What if we were kind and gracious and avoided Run, rushing to judgment about what we don't know? What if we became people's cheerleaders rather than their accusers? And you see, that is the way that the gospel works in us. Let's pray. Father God, we so quickly think we have people figured out. Help us slow down and to see each person as made in your image and precious to you. For in your name we pray, amen.